Hello and welcome to Conversations, a podcast featuring stories about kindness and compassion and how one message, or story in this case, at just the right moment can change someone's entire day, outlook, or life. My name is Megan Murphy, your host and founder of the Kindness Rocks Project, a grassroots movement of many that can now be found in over 25 countries around the world. Today's guest is Gina Melnick. Gina is a retired high school English teacher who resides in Highlands, New Jersey. Highlands is a short ferry ride across from New York City, and often Gina brings kindness rocks there to share with people. Hey, Gina, thank you for joining me today. Hi, good morning, Megan. It's so great to talk to you. I'm so happy to talk to you again. In fact, we recently met in New York City when I was visiting my daughter, right? Yes, it was awesome to see you. And I had also just completed a rock painting session with some folks at ESPN Studios as part of their personnel wellness committee. So it was great to see you. It was great to paint rocks with people who were able to take a nice break from their stressful workday. Yeah, I remember that. That is so amazing. I love that ESPN was painting Kindness Rocks. I heard you did a wonderful job with that. So congratulations. So let's Thank just... Thank you. Yeah, let's start where you began. Like what started you painting Kindness Rocks for people? Well, I live in Highlands. I've lived here permanently for a couple of years. And when I first moved here full time in uh, 2017, three ladies from Highlands, Evelyn Katz-Clark, Patricia Parker, and Jessica Stull had started a Facebook page called Highlands Kindness Rock and Seek. And in the summer of 2017, they were posting tips on painting and what to put on rocks and essentially just shared the same message as the larger project, that one message, just the right time can change somebody's day or entire outlook or maybe even their life. So that seemed like a really fun project and a great way to connect with the community and and do something artistic with my son. So in August of 2017, I started painting rocks along with other folks in Highlands. And I first just started posting them along with the community on our Highlands Kindness Rock and Seek page. And the cool thing about that was I had lived part-time in Highlands for a while and we fell in love with it. So we ended up moving the family down here full-time. And so being part of Highlands Kindness Rock and Seek was a great way for me to really get to know more members of the community and have my son do things with other members of the community. Oh, I love that. So it's kind of a way for you guys to connect in this new place that you found yourselves that you loved. And now you could share that love with others. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And it's hard to argue with doing something artistic and something positive and something fun. So everybody had a common ground, whether you were originally from Highlands or you had moved here or uh, you were visiting. Highlands is a really lovely Jersey Shore town that is kind of the opposite of what we think of when we think of Jersey Shore. We think of the, uh, the MTV show. And Highlands is a really lovely small community a fishing and clamming community. We like to say it's where the Jersey Shore begins because literally this is where our beaches go from bay or river beaches to the ocean beaches. So it's a really great place to visit. There's a national park, Sandy Hook Gateway, literally across the bridge from where we live. It's a beautiful place to live. So painting rocks here, hiding rocks here. It's a wonderful way for our community to get together and do things on a common ground. And another great thing about painting the rocks was that even though uh, for a lot of people, 
Superstorm Sandy is a distant memory. For us here in Highlands, there are people who are literally still rebuilding their houses. A lot of folks were still struggling with the hardship of the hurricane, of having a home, of having a, a good, stable daily existence. And so Painting Rocks was a way to bring some happiness to the community. That's so great. Do you want to share one of the stories, like inspirational stories that you have surrounding the rocks? I know that you were a high school teacher and you used it in the classroom. Yeah. And I I see more and more of that. I see teachers finding creative ways to teach lessons, to have icebreakers. For me, the Kindness Rocks Project came at a, a really trying time for some of my students in creative writing. In April, every year, we celebrate Poetry Month by doing something fun with poetry. And, you know, I I was teaching by then for almost 20 years, and I had run out of a lot of ideas. So when I was painting rocks in my community, I thought, well, why don't I just bring this to my class? And I thought, I can't just have us paint rocks. Of course, it has to be related to our curriculum. And then all of a sudden, it seemed so clear that we should be painting poetry, writing poetry, or writing words you could turn into poetry on rock. So in March of 2018, we started some classroom activities with Painting Rocks in my creative writing class. At the same time, a sweet, wonderful boy named Sage, who had really a terminal illness. Most folks with this illness lived till about 22. So it was really sad in a way to um, be around Sage, but also incredibly enlightening and lifting and empowering because he was the most wonderful, sweetest boy you could meet. And everybody in our creative writing class just loved him. And he was so wonderful. And he never was down about his illness. Unfortunately, in the spring of that year, he had taken a turn for the worse. And he was home for about a week with pneumonia. And we were all expecting to see him back in class. And one of our guidance counselors came and told us that he had passed. And it was shocking and it was heartbreaking. And in that moment, uh, I, I, well, you know, being a teacher, you have moments like this. There are moments where you have to get it together and be strong for your students. And it was shocking and upsetting, but I immediately knew what we needed to do. I already had the rocks in my supply closet and the paint. So we just took out the rocks and we sat around our tables and we started writing positive words that we thought of when we thought of sage on the rocks. And then we had already planned to put our poetry rocks in a garden at Teaneck High School. Teaneck is where I was teaching at the time. And it went from a poetry garden to a rock garden where people could go and reflect and they were having a hard time. They could go and pick out a rock that hopefully would cheer them up. And then if somebody was going through a rough time and they didn't know how to deal with it, they could turn to painting a rock and the idea of placing it in the garden as a way to deal with grief and process, you know, sometimes unspeakable or unthinkable tragedies. So I am so grateful (laughs) that we were in the process of painting the rocks and already had the supplies because I honestly don't know how that class of students would have dealt with the shocking loss of our classmate in that moment. And not only that day did painting the rocks help us, but as we would continue the school year, you know, somebody might say, oh, I was thinking of Sage and I painted this rock. Or later in that summer in June, there was a horrible car accident. It's, it's just unbelievable to think of. But uh, four students who, one, one had graduated already, but three 
were on their way through the uh, Teaneck Public Schools. They were killed in a terrible car accident in, in June. And I immediately knew what to do. Once again, I had to deal with my own grief. I painted rocks with their names on them. And the next time I was at the garden, I just placed them in the garden. And, you know, it might not be for everybody, but for me in that moment, it really was a way to deal with tragedy. And I have no idea what I would have done otherwise. Wow. Oh my gosh. I truly believe that through art therapy and through healing with others, through similar events, experiencing things as human beings together, we all have different emotions, but being able to express yourself and maybe your love for somebody or your loss is is such a beautiful way to come together during these tragedies. And sounds like you provided this great place for that to happen at Teaneck High School. That's amazing, Gina. Yeah, thank you so much. And I think it's also a way to send positive messages when you're not sure how to send them. So a few months later, when it was October and it was Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I knew a lot of women who needed a, a nudge to get a mammogram or even a man who wanted to remind his wife to get a mammogram or telling somebody's mother to get a mammogram. Some students at Teaneck High School who were members of the medical club talked to the advisor of that club, Katie Greeley. She's still a science teacher there at the high school about creating breast cancer awareness rocks in October. And that was really led by one of the students. Her mother had just been diagnosed with breast cancer. So when she was at the meeting with the medical club, and it was October, when she was talking with Mrs. Moncado about what to do, she said, we can make these rocks, we can put them in the garden, we can share them with the community. So then if a you know, if a 16-year-old girl or, or boy wants to go home and tell his mother that she should have a mammogram, how do you do that? It's a weird conversation. But if you go home from high school with a beautifully painted rock and you share it with them with a reminder or a pink ribbon, that's a great way to send the message. And the other thing about that is it doesn't have to be a beautifully painted rock. Some of the most precious rocks that I've seen are scribble of a child writing a word or a drawing that they will uh, express their thoughts through that. So as much as making the rocks artistically beautiful and, and aesthetically pleasing, it's also really about that message. So if you want to tell somebody, maybe you should go get a mammogram. If you just hand them a rock with a really simple ribbon on it, there you go. If you want to ask somebody out on a date, you know, hey, you're cute, and write your phone number, hand them a rock. You can use them for all kinds of messages. It's interesting because I think it gives or provides people with a way to express themselves that they may not do or have the courage to maybe have that conversation or they feel funny about it. So it is a way to give to others. Yesterday was National Introverts Day, <laughs> ironically. So, you know, maybe someone's yeah. introverted, but they, they really strongly feel like they want to do something or express themselves or share something with somebody. And, and Kindness Rock is a perfect way way. You've done it so beautifully in your community, Gina, in so many ways. I guess I would ask you what, for you, what's the, the greatest gift that you have received in giving? Wow. You know, there are so many gifts I've gotten from this, but I'd have to say that for me personally, in addition to just being able to connect with the community and my family and my son and my dad, we've all been in rocks together. I have become very confident in my artistic skills. I don't know that I ever would have painted 
beyond a rock if I didn't start with that first rock. So in the last few years, since I was painting kindness rocks, I've started painting on canvas. I've started designing tote bags. I've kind of blossomed into an artist. When I was a teacher, I would express my artistic creativity through our activities. This might sound nerdy, but I love making tests. I love multiple choice tests. I like making good questions with good answers. So while I was teaching, I had an outlet for my creativity. And then when I stopped teaching, I didn't realize I needed an outlet until the rock just landed in my lap. And then it just progressed into more and more artistic endeavors. So for me personally, I think the greatest gift that I got was taking these skills and talents and ideas that I always had and having a vehicle to focus them into one direction. So it's really enriched my life. And I don't mean to sound cheesy, but everybody who is part of the Kindness Rocks Project knows what I'm talking about when I say that it's great to see somebody find a rock, but really the process of painting the rock, of thinking what message you want to share, that is such a great gift to bring positivity into the world. And while I see a lot of negativity in social media and the news, I have a Instagram page and a Facebook page that is just dedicated to joy and happiness and kindness. And sometimes it's hard to find a positive message to spread. So just by painting a rock myself and posting it on Instagram, even if no one sees it, the peace and the kind of meditative quality that comes with painting rocks has just been an incredible gift for me. Yeah. So what are those pages that people can look up if they want to see your work, Gina? Well, they're both called Poetry Stones, at Poetry Stones. And that name comes from when I first was making the rocks with my students at Teaneck High School. And I just thought we were going to make stones with poems on them. And I never could have imagined that years later, having that Instagram and Facebook presence would have led me to things like the ESPN personnel training, and then also establishing a rock garden here in my community in Highland. I had great support from our borough administrator, Kim Gonzalez, and council people, Carolyn Bruyan and Rosemary Ryan. They were really helpful in establishing our rock garden. And that was set up in November of 2018. And it grew so much that it actually had to be relocated to a larger part of our beach, which was really awesome. At your book signing at Booktown here in New Jersey, a wonderful local bookstore, I met a local teacher, Maureen Casey. She is a teacher at an elementary school in Asbury Park. Then three months later, I was painting rocks with her and her students. So the way that things just grow and grow from that. And then that led me to meeting Catherine Cutlip at Brookdale Community College here also in New Jersey, a wonderful local county college. She had heard about the Kindness Rocks Project, and she had already painted rocks with some of her students about a year earlier. And it's funny how the universe works, because almost the same week that I reached out to her to see if she wanted to paint rocks with me, one of her former students had said, hey, we painted all those rocks. Where are they? When are we going to paint more rocks? And so it was sort of like all of these forces coming together at exactly the right time. So then I was painting rocks with 
Catherine Cutlip at Brookdale. And that grew so much that you came and uh, delivered a presentation to the community there and more and more community members. It really is incredible how the relationships that come out of this project just grow exponentially and we grow community. And we sort of started this network of people who, if we have nothing else in common, we just all appreciate the power of kindness and how that one message at just the right moment can really be what somebody needs to to change their day. Oh, I love that so much. The power of connection. I love to call it the art of connection because yes. that's that's yeah. what this, yeah, that's what kindness does. That's what creating kindness rocks does. And I just want to thank you so much, Gina, number one, for being a super kind human being, but for being with us here today and sharing your story and all the amazing work that you're doing down there in Highlands, New Jersey. At the end of each of these podcasts, I do something kind of special and I am going to just shuffle these kindness cards and I'm going to see which one jumps out at me and that will be your message. So let's see. Your message is, it's never too late to be whatever you want to be. And you know what? That is exactly the message I need to hear at that moment. Isn't that funny how that happens? It does. It's like the perfect message finds the perfect person. And it sounds like you're on a creative journey and you're learning a lot about yourself through your creativity. And what's next for you, Gina? Well, of course, I'm going to continue painting rocks and bringing people together with the Kindness Rocks Project. But I also am launching my new line of reusable shopping tote bags. And when I was a teacher at Teaneck High School, I helped establish as a fair trade high school. And doing that really helped me understand the importance of sustainability and treating workers ethically. So my bags, I researched a company that makes their bags in the United States and I am hand painting my swirly cat on those bags. Towns near us are going plastic bag free and I'm hopeful that Highlands is going in that direction too. So it's funny how things work because the timing of this is awesome. I never could have thought five years ago that I would be going to flea markets and local stores selling my hand-painted tote bags. And I am so happy that I am able to pursue this. And it really all started with the Kindness Rock Project. It's incredible. Oh, Gina, I love that. Can they learn more about that through your Poetry Stones pages? Well, they could visit at Messina Gina. And they can search for Swirly Cat if they want a cool tote bag that's made in the United States and is a beautiful hand-painted piece of art. They can check me out on Etsy or at uh, Instagram at Machina Gina. Oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Gina. You are one amazing soul, and I feel blessed to have connected with you. Megan, I am so happy, too. Can I bother you with one more short story? Sure. So my husband and my son and I were driving to Florida from New Jersey. It's about a 19-hour drive. And my husband had taken the first shift of driving. And when we had gotten maybe to North Carolina, he said, okay, it's your turn. And I was so sad because I didn't want to drive for 10 hours. And I was so comfy in the passenger seat listening to the radio. But we stopped at a rest stop to make the switch. And I ran in for a rest stop break. And on my way out of the bathroom, I found a kindness rock. Oh my God. And I cannot tell you, I cannot tell you how 
that gave me the energy literally to drive for like six hours. Perfect. The perfect message always finds who needs it. So that is wonderful. And hopefully uh, the person who's listening to this podcast today needed this uplifting conversation. Thank you so much, Megan. Okay, take care. Thank you so much for listening to this week's version of Kindversations. If you want to learn more about the Kindness Rocks Project, you can visit thekindnessrocksproject.com or follow us on Instagram at the Kindness Rocks Project, Facebook, or on Twitter at the Kindness Rock because there were not enough letters to add project to that. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us and we'll have a new conversation next week.